Hello. Have you ever heard the saying, a mind is a terrible thing to waste? I know persons over 40 have heard that. And persons also over 40 have learned to even recognize in others when they will be over 40 to understand their capabilities and to understand already what they may be going through in life that makes them sometimes feel like crazy. You know, I'm feeling pretty good today. I've had enough cup of coffees and I'm probably going to have another cup of coffee right after I get through with this Perceptive Readers as an FYI. As you know, over the past two or three weeks, I've been working quite a bit uh, going through my website and also um, other areas on my networks and, and things of that nature because I've had to do some cleanup. Um, some fixes. And it's interesting sometimes to see that some of the very fixes uh, uh, that I've made, I'll go back again and it seems like I have to fix them over. You know, I've mentioned before uh, that the product of culture popbooks.com website is a very beneficial and I would say valuable website, whether you consider it in monetary terms or just in its benefits. It certainly is a beneficial uh, website. And I want to uh, uh, share something else with you. You know, sometimes uh, I always like to use the analogy that when a person goes for a job or what have you, uh, what do you put down on your resume? You put down what you're capable of doing. Uh, you show them what you're capable of doing and you prove it just for a basic job or even extended project. And then you shake your hands with the person and say, yes, you have the skills and you just go ahead and you make the deal. And then you go about your business after you complete the job. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's the way it normally works. And so here is the point on this end. When you are putting down and filling out your resume, uh, what you are capable of doing or accomplishing. Uh, this is what is totally expected from the person who wants to know, hey, is this person going to be a good mechanic? Can this person um, fix my website? Can this person do this or that? Whatever the specific job is. Now, sometimes you will find out that a person may have other skills and you may want to you know, I guess you could say, ask them for their help in the future on these skills. But some persons are certainly just satisfied in what, uh, look, this is my skill. This is my occupation. This is what I enjoy doing. Now, maybe on the side or something, sometimes, hey, I'll be glad to help you out in that area. But this is what I'm applying for and you can always sometimes thank the person and say you know I really do appreciate that you think of me in this other way or, or what have you as far as this job but this is what I'm applying for and then the person or the employer who respects you uh, it respects what you know you're trying to do or what have you uh, or will either hire you for that specific job but once again, at the very least, if they want somebody who's going to do more, then they would normally let you know uh, then that they're looking for somebody else 
is a terrible thing to waste. Next up, there was a little boy. And this little boy was a non-violent boy. He was a good boy. Uh, so were, you know, his brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, at that young age, you can always show a little, <laughs> a little, I guess you could say rambunctious. Uh, <laughs> don't we all have that at different times? And maybe, uh, for the most part, don't we all have that? You know, you do have some children that, uh, just have that very nice temperament about themselves and they just <laughs> go like that through life. Um, Maybe they have a few hiccups in school or what have you, but we'll talk about why that can happen sometimes because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Now, this little boy, though he may have watched cowboy and Indian movies and all sorts of other types of science fiction movies or what have you, um, he never thought about trying to act out on any of those things that he saw as far as to do bodily harm towards other persons. That's if he happened to see something on there. Um, we're not getting into anything except, but you know, this story about this little boy on what he thought. Yet, when he started attending school, it's interesting, you know, he already uh, had his manners down packed. And, uh, he knew to say, yes, sir, no, sir. Uh, anybody ran into him at somebody's age, he just, uh, <laughs> knew how to, uh, treat them, um, with dignity and not to, you know, push his will or his wants on anything. Basically, he was content within himself. And so, uh, sometimes with that contentment, uh, the teacher would sometimes, uh, try to get him to, uh, you know, play with others and, oh, he would do that. And he didn't have any problem with sharing toys or what have you. Yet, at a very early age, there were some persons and, and I know there's a lot of labels always constantly being thrown around. Um, but it just does boil down to bullying type tactics that he was experiencing um, quite a bit. But, you know, his thank thankfully to his parents and, and, and really uh, his father had a lot to do with this, too, is that he basically just ignored it. You heard the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but, you know, words will never hurt me, even though words did hurt him. And in the beginning, uh, they started hurting less and less. And so when they hurt less and less, then the persons who would use those bullying type tactics, they just would uh, uh pick it up, pick it up as the years went on, as the months went on. And so some of the worst times that this person went through happened to be actually when they were on the way home, whether it was walking from school or even getting off of the school bus or what have you, uh, these bullies just would pick on him and just would pick on him. And uh, he took it. He took it. They couldn't get him to react. He would say something sometimes, but the couple of times that he did say he got hit in the mouth. And so he just wouldn't say nothing anymore. And see, 
He didn't fight back either. Now, this is not to tell people that, you know, again, I'm not putting anything on you. I'm just telling you what happened in this account. Now, some of you most likely responded differently. Okay. And I'm not talking about that. Just keep in mind, the uh, mind is a terrible thing to waste. So one day, all of a sudden, it was a rumor going around that there was going to be a fight after school. And the fight <laughs> was supposed to be with this little boy who never fought anybody. Also, most, for the most part, just got beat up sometimes, you know, just hit in the face. Like I said, he would never fight back. And so anyway, the rumor was going around that apparently the little boy had did something to one of the bullies. And do you really think the little boy did anything to one of the bullies? And it was about four or five of them. Well, no, he didn't do anything to them. So anyway, the rumor was going around. So, uh, what this was supposed to do was, uh, put stress on his mind all throughout the day in school. Uh, it was very apparent, apparent that, you know, the bullies just wanted to pick a fight. I mean, I guess that, uh, one or two hits or you know, slaps in the face, but really they were fists. They were not, uh, open handed. They was actually balled up fists as we used to call them back then. Uh, that would hit him in the face from time to time. Apparently that just wasn't good enough. And maybe it was somebody that again, the bullies were just trying to show off in front of. But anyway, the rumor went around school and when the little boy heard it, it was disconcerting. It was very disconcerting, but yet, hey, it was nothing new. And so what he did, at least from what he even knew at that time was he prayed, prayed, didn't know God's name or anything at the time or what have you. But one thing that his father had already done is no matter what the son saw his father do sometimes, which uh, would not exactly fall in line with what you may expect the person who believes in God to do all the same. His father always emphasized, there is a being greater than ourselves. There is one. And you can talk to him anytime you want. See, already, even from that young age, that at least uh, what his father had instilled in him. So that's what he did. And sometimes what the young boy could see or do is his mind started forming in such a way that even what people sometimes thought were miracles, he actually thought was everyday occurrences just because of the way that he thought. Okay. And maybe some of the things that he saw, but anyway, we're not talking about that either. Well, that's part of it. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. So when they got off the school bus, because on the way home, all the talk was on, oh, you're going to get your boo-boo-boo and flippity-flipped and all sorts of other blue language kicked. And all these things were being said that, again, the little boy didn't even do 
or were even trying to do. See, some of the things that they were relating on why he was going to get his butt kicked and all this other stuff were things that were just common to everyday life. Like walking down the hallway. But because you were going down the same side as one of the bullies and you didn't jump to the other side as soon as you saw him, but actually waited more than seven steps instead of the 20 steps to, to get over, then that's why you're getting your butt kicked, you see. So the point is you just didn't jump quick enough, okay? So, and it was all sorts of other stuff where whatever it is that the little boy tried to explain away, uh, the bullies will always say the opposite. So when the little boy would even try to jump through hoops, it didn't matter because they would always say the exact opposite. Okay. Now, when they got off the school bus, the one bully that was assigned to kick his butt got in his way and he kept pushing him. The little boy just tried to go around and then the whole school bus just Basically, everybody that got off at that stop just circled them so he couldn't even go around. Now, these are some of the persons, they weren't even bullies in themselves, but because they were caught up in this crowd of the young age, they became a part of it. Some of them didn't agree with it, but do you think it stopped them from being a part of that circle, keeping the little boy from going home. I don't think I have to answer that, do I? So, in a way, he got pushed two or three times and he just told him, I'm, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. And it wasn't so much of the little boy being scared. Even though he was, he wasn't terrified. It was just a regular scare. It just that it just didn't make any sense to him to do it anyway. So what they did next <laughs> was they took these branches, these small little flower or twigs or what have you, and they put it on the little boy's shoulder. Now, some of you know, where well, only maybe a couple of you really know about this history uh, that I share with you, but they put it on the little boy's shoulder and then the bully knocked it off and said, that's your mama. <laughs> and the little boy was like, he knew in his mind, that's not my mama. But what do you think the crowd in the circle was saying? Oh, oh, he knocked your mama off your shoulder. Oh, and something. And a little boy knew it wasn't. So they couldn't get him to react to that. So then the little boy just stood there and they put the little twig on his shoulders again. The bully knocked it off his shoulders again. Ooh, that's your mama twice. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, the little boy didn't do anything. So then they took the twigs 
and they put it on top of the bully's shoulder. And the bully walked even closer to him. And then they tried to take the little boy's hand and they tried to, you know, force him to knock the twig off the bully's shoulder. And the little boy was just straining like, no, no, you're not going to let me. So then they would hit him for not allowing him for them to take his arm to hit the twig or his hand off the bully's shoulder. Isn't that something? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. All the while, you could hear the crowd yelling and screaming about this or that or, or what have you. And the little boy wouldn't do anything. So then, what they finally did was one bully came up behind him and he pushed him into the other bully. And the twig was knocked off the bully's shoulder. And then the bully started beating up on him, pounding on him. And so the little boy uh, uh, started fighting back the best he could. He was getting his butt kicked, though. I'm letting you know like that. And then another bully jumped in. It, if it, was, it only took one, but then two jumped in. And they just beat that boy up, tore his clothes and all this other stuff. Uh, that they did. And then, um, once again, the little boy fought, but you know, he lost. <laughs> so when he went home, and this is all I'm going to tell you about this was after this account, his father was so upset. His father said, Enough is enough. So anyway, I'm just telling you the end of this story. But getting back to a mind is a terrible thing to waste. See, often we teach our children that the world doesn't revolve around you. Don't we do that? And then you've seen me write other articles on parkbooks.com about bullying and how sometimes a person can become an expert in something that they didn't set out to be or to do. Well, with that being said on the bullying, you know, I have emphasized before that when you can have a little light, a little light shining in you of something good, you see. And it doesn't mean that you think more of yourself than what is necessary. You know, just because you've been taught manners, uh, respect, dignity, and especially respecting other people's boundaries, you know. That doesn't mean that you're saying that you're something special. And that doesn't mean you're even saying, look at me, look at me. It's just something about goodness. And even Jesus talked about this, that it shines a light, you see. So sometimes, whether you're not trying to be the center of attention, it can make you the center of attention just as well. And 
what you have to realize is that you will experience. You will. And the good book talks about this too. That it uses in this terms, it basically said everyone who's really trying to live a, a life of godly devotion. And so there's a lot of good stuff that goes along with that. It basically says, <laughs> if I was to do it in another translation, you will be bullied. But it actually says you will be persecuted. Why do you need to know this? Because there is still this belief that you attract what you are. So sometimes if all of a sudden you are being surrounded by this type of person or that type of person or what have you, and you're being beat up or, or what have you, it doesn't mean that you are a bad person. You see? Uh, what often happens really, and the good book talks about this too, and I won't go into it, is sometimes is you are focusing your mind on trying to get a grasp of what may be happening with you, whether it's your lunch money being stolen or, or what have you, that uh, as you're reasoning things, as some may even be praying, there's just a lot of commotion that's going to come around you to make you think that you're not trying, that you're uh, maybe not a good person or what have you. And that's not always the case. In fact, even if it's, it is the case, one thing that uh, some of you who, you know, look at a lot of documentaries and stuff and psychology and, and things of that nature, uh, you know that you do get more um, bees with honey, so to speak, rather than vinegar. Um, there is a way to treat uh, people. Uh, there, there really is. And Jesus even showed the way to treat people. There's a clarity. Uh, there's no. Um, no, I'm not going to even go into the details. The whole point is. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Protect your mind. If your mind. Understands what is reasonable. What is goodness? What are boundaries? How everyone deserves dignity, even people who are not being dignified at the time. And that doesn't mean, again, we're not getting into uh, making a defense or, or things that, no. But the whole point is, human beings all have a form of dignity because of being made in that grand creator's image. And what persons have to understand is this. Sometimes, just like what that little boy found out, the problem 
isn't once again always with tools and technology and all this other stuff that people try to put blames on it is dealing with the encroachment upon someone else's space and personal boundaries and the reason why i have to mention that because as you've heard me say many times before some of those personal boundaries are wrapped up in really how you feel about the grand creator himself and so in your own relationship that you may be having with your grand creator it's like uh uh-oh when you go into this area when you go into that area when you go into my journal which i like to write about the grand creator on or, or, or what have you that is between me and the grand creator as some people would say and so when it comes to that and that's not that's a fact and that's the truth about different things people need their time their space to think and when you are given that time and space to think then it helps you to be able to respond even more in a correct way. Uh, some don't always get that opportunity. You know, they said you have to think on your feet and things of that nature. But in general, especially during the young years of children uh, from infancy all the way up until 18 years old or even all the way to 21, you try to make situations optimal for them to learn do you agree and see and along uh, with that uh no we don't try to be overprotective or anything of that nature and yet at the same time we try not to teach persons and this is the expression i use it's like yes persons do have to go to the doctor sometimes to get a bone fixed or mended or whatever. But would you go to that same doctor if that doctor actually was the one who broke your arm just so you have to go to get it fixed by them? I don't think too many people would. So a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Your mind You have to protect it, not only with good thoughts, not only with things that you learned in the past, because sometimes you will hear me talk about history and things in the past all the time. And it doesn't mean that I have any, how can I put it, real hurtful feelings about even talking about history. I talk about it because history actually imparts experience that sometimes a person don't even have to go to that may not be 40 yet, but you want to make sure you give them that experience so that they'll make it to 40 and over, if you know what I'm talking about. So you share history. And it is good when you can still talk about some of the rough spots and still be okay with it. And then you can still even savor the good times that were even during some of the most hard times 
But the point is, you share these things so that sometimes the person can at least avoid those rough spots that didn't even have to happen. You give them your wisdom, your feelings about matters, and just think. They didn't even have to go through the hardship to get it because you taught it in such a way that they feel, they felt everything that you feeling and felt. And it's like you imparted it right into them. And if they, and if you teach it just right, if you got a well receptive heart for it, it sticks with them. So in closing, here is the point. Sometimes people feel like you got to put somebody through this or that in order for them to get it. And that isn't always the case. As my mother used to say, the harder the head, the softer the behind. And what that just meant is the more stubborn a person with it or, or, or what have you who just don't want to do right. Uh, the more they got to get beat up or, or whatever, or, or a whooping or discipline in that way. And, and yet sometimes people get in the mode thinking everybody is made up in that way and everybody isn't made up in that way. You can have some persons and you do have some persons. Well, all you got to do is say one word to them in a clear manner, in a sincere manner. And it can have all the effect that you want to have on them than having to go to heavy handedness because they're not made up in the same way as their other person, as my mother would say, is hard headed. They're just not. So you have to cater your instruction and your discipline to them and not try to force it upon them just because maybe and I'm saying this respectfully, maybe because of you having to be dealt with in that way. Because all it's going to do is what maybe have straightened out your mind could actually turn their mind in a different way. See. And we could go into details about something that even Jesus warned about on doing that, but I won't. So anyway, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Take care.